Blog Talk Radio. To all my people in the struggle, you think God's forgotten about you. Here's some pain medicine. Let's go! In your car, you at the house, on your job, be encouraged, boo. Come on!
honor your father and your mother as the Lord your God commanded you, that your days may be prolonged and that it may go well with you in the land which the Lord your God gives you. According to the, God's word in Deuteronomy 5, 15 through 17. Now, this show is aired right after Mother's Day and right before Father's Day. And we're going to highlight my parents' lives and their journey with the Lord. Chuck and Francis Denson have been deacons, evangelists, they're prophetic ministers, and now they're shepherds of a ministry for seniors called Senior Saints in Texas. Um, this ministry was actually birthed in Virginia and then eventually rebirthed in Texas. And the Lord impressed upon me to interview my parents. So with that, I'd like to welcome you, Chuck and Francis, which is really fu funny for me to say because I just say mom and dad. So mom and dad, <laughs> how are you doing? Good morning. Good, Good morning, morning, daddy. Good morning. <laughs> Mom? Hi. Hey. Are you? <laughs> wow, this is so, this is so, it's kind of weird, audience, but you know, this is how, I, I just love what the Lord's doing. Matter of fact, I was sitting there crying over that song because that song, I just think so much about it. Daddy, what does that song mean to you? Oh, I'm sitting here crying too. <laughs> because uh, it brings back memories. Yeah. It brings back uh, how you sh things should be in this world and how you should do and what you should do. And when I was playing, did something come to me automatically? Mm. They always say, little foxes ball of eyes. Where Satan had brought into uh, this world to try to put down the love of a woman just tried to use her instead of not honoring her and worship her and caring for her, for her. We've been married now 56 years. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! I know everybody out there is going, what? <laughs> yes, 56 That's years. Praise the Lord. God put us together, and I'm mm -hmm. happy. And happy oh. for all of my children and grandchildren and great grandchildren. Uh, this has been a, a, a just a, a awesome day. <laughs> talk to you about this here. If I can get all these tears out of my eyes. I know. Well, you know what? It's just the presence of the Lord. He knows, and you know, a lot of times God is breaking down such religious walls because a lot of times I would sit there and go, but Lord, that isn't a Christian song. And he's like telling me, that's, you know, who, who's the author of music? I know what uh, what's out in the atmosphere. And it's really something because the Lord does give me songs. And it's like, okay, I see, because he's got a message in these songs. You know, it's oh, it's yeah. the, the message. And a lot of times it, uh, that message can be spoken by someone used of God to to minister to someone. So, you know, when I hear that song, I just think of, you know, the awesome love, you know, that you two have. And I just realized, you know, how at different times I would hear that song. And um, I, I just think about the different, uh, the different things. So like you said, it brings back memories. So with that, 
Mom, how did you guys meet? <laughs> <laughs> you remind me of I guess, oh, I, guess oh. I, I guess I'd have to tell you. <laughs> I think I have to go. Well, we met. We met in and it was in it was at uh, she was going. We were going to elementary school, and uh, we. Uh, you know, this is the first time I heard this. I didn't know you elementary. I thought it was in high school. We we wasn't in the same school. We was in different schools in Columbus. Uh huh. And uh, they used to, her and her girlfriend used to walk to the hospital to see her when a a girlfriend, father, or somebody was in the hospital, and so that's how we met. And then uh, later on, we met again in high school. And, All right. Uh, yes, you know, as the years went on, and we went in communication with one another from uh, elementary school until okay. high school. And then well, we, you, oh, I'm uh, sorry, Daddy. Go ahead. But, and then at high school, we start uh, talking to one another. And I was, matter of fact, I wasn't talking to her. I was talking to one of her friends. <laughs> And uh, that's how this went. And uh, I didn't know that I was going to be caring for her. And then and we just fast forward this thing on until when I went into the Army. I went to Germany, and then when I got back from Germany, I met her again, and we was all grown up. And so then I, we started dating one another, and that's how we met. Oh, that is such a beautiful story. (laughs) And then, listeners, you know how it is with family. You start laughing about different things. So, Mom? It was a lot of hardship (laughs) in between that, but (laughs) you know how that goes. Well, a long time ago, we used to call it puppy love. You know how puppy love goes on. So, then it got real love when I got back from Germany. So, we got married, and so that's how we met. That's right. Fifty-six years ago. <laughs> Fifty-six years, but he. Yeah, but you know what? I always say that about marriage. Listen to this. Here. I want to. I want you. I want them to hear it out in the airways. It's just like a fighter. Whenever he goes into a ring to fight, he got to have somebody in his corner. Yeah. So when you marry, you got to have somebody in your corner. Although when he go out there and fight in, that, in the middle of the ring and he come back, you got to have somebody to wipe your brow, give you a drink of water, and send you back out there. So whenever you got, in marriage life, it's not not that hard, but you got to have somebody to talk to, and then you got to have somebody you can share things with, and you got to have somebody that you support you. All while I was in the service, my wife supported me with y'all. So you got to have somebody in your corner. That's yeah. what I always looked at married life, having somebody in your corner. When you don't have nobody in your corner, then you got to suffer the consequence. Right. Well, you know, we're going to take it, you know, uh, we're going to take 56 years and speed it up. <laughs> because, <laughs> I mean, it, it really is, you got so much to share, and I want to just touch upon that. And, Mom, I hope I didn't shock you with that question, but do you want to say something right now? <laughs> yes. Uh, I would like to just say that after, when he had been to Germany for 
three years, and he oh, came yeah. back, and I was, me and my girlfriend had just come from a movie, and we were around in a little restaurant, and he came in, and he was so handsome, mm. and I just fell in love. And oh. then he got sent to Germany, and, and I mean, uh, Alaska, and then, but before that, you were born. I had prayed and prayed for a child, mm-hmm. and I always wanted children. I always loved a big family, and because I came from a big family, it was seven of us, and I always loved a big family, and I had prayed and prayed for children, and then I got pregnant with you, and I couldn't believe that I was going to have, that God was going to give me this child. And it was just, I still couldn't believe it after you were born. And God just blessed me so with you. Then he blessed me with Curtis. Mm -hmm. And then he blessed me with Tina, which is my third child. And then Chuck, who's my fourth. And we're also blessed to have eight grandchildren and four great-grandchildren. And so I just feel like I'm truly blessed. Oh, yeah, definitely. Be surrounded by so much love. Amen. And also, I I have sisters and brothers that I call on all the time. And so I just feel truly blessed. And so then, uh, you want to fast forward to... Well, you know what I was thinking of as you were talking, and especially the whole situation with Curtis because listeners what I want to show you you know it's um you know we when we come to the Lord a lot of times the Lord has already intervened in our lives prior to even coming and we don't even realize it or we 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 get a, a taste of what heaven coming to earth and when you were talking mom I was thinking about the incident um when you were in the hospital with Curtis can you share with that just yes, to the listeners um, well, I was eight months pregnant with Curtis, who is my second child, and I was rushed. I had to be rushed to the hospital because my placenta was coming first. And and when we got to the hospital, the doctor said if we had been ten minutes later, and if we didn't live as close to the hospital as we were, that I wouldn't have lived. So I was rushed in the hospital. And my husband said that two priests had come out and told him that it would be a miracle if either one of us lived. And I could hear, and I don't know, I learned later that I was uh, clinically dead and how God restored me. And I've always wondered, why, God, did you let me live? And I, at that time, I didn't know anything about destiny or purpose, and I just knew it had to be something out there that kept, at that time, something out there that kept me alive. I didn't know what it was. And I had gone to church all my life as a child. So and later on, um, God revealed to me what it was and why, but it took years for him to really it made me understand. Then I started learning about destiny and purpose in life, and I never forget when the Purpose Driven Life book came out, and I I gleaned into that how the Lord 
um, give you a destiny and a purpose. And but it wasn't until really till we came to Texas. At the time, I didn't know. I thought we came to Texas for one for one reason, but God had another reason. And I um, I didn't really realize it until our pastor here in Texas spoke of us and said he was starting this ministry called Season Saints. And it was I felt like in my spirit, just like when Jesus spoke to Mary and it said something left in her. And that's mm-hmm. the same way I felt, and I just knew. So at the time, I just started laughing because I said, okay, God, I see now. I see I see what you want me to do. So that has been the main thing that has carried me through being in leadership over this season, Saints, because I just knew I was in God's will. And Amen. at the time, I didn't, I didn't want to do it. And so we're already doing it. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, because uh, I'm going to get to that because that that whole pattern of how it came from Virginia to Texas is something else I want to explore. But as you were talking, Mom, you know, I was I was thinking that you know the listeners are are probably wondering now what happened to her in that room that made that that changed the situation, and then also. Um, what, what was your purpose in, in destiny? But what happened in that room that you knew that that you went in with the priest saying you're not going to, they don't think you, you, neither you nor the baby's going to live? And can you tell us in detail what went on? Well, I'll let the husband tell you what. I, well, in the room, I can tell you because I could see everybody in the room. And it, so it you, seems like I was above everybody and I was looking down on everybody. Right. And that's the part. I didn't understand it at the time, but that's the part that uh, I didn't realize it at the time. But I could hear the nurse telling the doctor that she couldn't. I could hear her telling her that she couldn't get my blood pressure. She couldn't get my blood pressure, and so that's all I remember. But right. Well, uh, what took place? See, is God knows everything. It's the purpose for everything, I guess. I used to then go home for lunch. And I went home that day for lunch. And this when when this happened. So I hand you to my next-door neighbor. And I drove up to the hospital. And I called back to my workplace to tell them what had happened. And so I was sitting in the waiting room. And uh, they sent a priest up to talk to me. And you know, I'm see, I'm I'm so far out of it. I couldn't hardly understand what he was saying. I couldn't understand what the when the doctor come out and talked to me. And so he started praying over me, and we were sitting there praying. And pretty soon the doctor said, "Well, I say both of them." And he turned around and said, did you hear that? I said, hear what? He said, they say both of them. I said, thank you. Praise God. Thank you. So I started praising God that they was alive. Mm -hmm. And uh, what happens? See, God knows everything. He knows 
what was taking place and everything. So never underestimate the power of God. I wasn't a Christian then. I was in the military, and you know, and so after then, I became a Christian. But I had faith in God, but I had never given my life to him. I went to Vietnam, still the prayers were going up, my wife and my mother and all everybody were praying for us, praying for me in Vietnam. And I went through some terrible situation there, but I didn't know why I was still alive. And when I returned from Vietnam, I gave my life to Christ. Amen. And I've never been the same since then. Amen. So can I you both? I not cry, but now God has put it in my heart. He just changed me all around. And I, I tell you what, I, I really just love the Lord. And for everyone out there, never think it's too late. Because God will forgive you of all of your sins and bring you into his kingdom. Since I've been in this kingdom, I've had more joy than I had when I was out of this kingdom. So I really, truly love the Lord yeah. and love His Word. And I, and I, I, I if I, if any, all those who are listening right now, if you would just obey His Word. And be obedient to him, God will bring you out a lot of things. He will He will bring you through all. And don't listen to the adversary. Listen to God. Because God I pray I get up every morning at three o'clock and start praying. And I pray and I listen. And things will take place. If you got a problem, if you got any burdens, God will take care of it. Give it to Him. I thank you, Kathy, for this interview. And I thank those who are out here that uh, listen to my word. And I hope I'm un they understand what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I've been through a lot. Yeah, yeah. And and he ain't through with me yet. <laughs> no, no. I tell you, this, this time is just going by so fast, and I was sitting there. I'm like, okay, Lord, what do you want me to say next? And you know what? When you talked about testimony, um, matter of fact, I, the, there's a song I'm going to play right now, and, and after this, I want you to give me your testimonies, both mom and dad, okay, and, and how you came to know the Lord. And this song is one that my father likes. And so, Daddy, after this, give your testimony. Mom, give your testimony. And then I'd like you to talk about, um, we're going to talk about Seasoned Saints in, about, in a little bit, but just your testimony right now. And then we're going to do something else. So I'm so excited. So here it is, The Best of Me. He's all the best in me. 
That may be somebody else's testimony. Help me say it, help me say it. He saw the best in me. Everyone else around me. With everyone else around. Oh. Can I ask y'all one question? The question is simply this. What did he see? He saw the best. Praise God. He saw the best in me. Woo. Mom and Dad? Yes. The best in you guys. Well, we have I have a surprise for you and the person is now calling in, so all right, caller. Hi Mom. Hi Dad. This is Tina. Hi. Hi, Tina. <laughs> How you doing? I'm great. Um, looking forward to hearing your, uh, yeah, a little early, a little early. Looking forward to hearing your testimony. All right, all right, okay, Tina, good. Thank you for calling. I'm gonna put you back on mute. So, with okay. that, okay. <laughs> all right, mom and dad, de- definitely. You know, I right now I just take authority in the airways. I, I did the, did the, did that song come across? Yes. Um, okay. Came across okay, in my headset, it's all distorted, but I know the trick of the enemy, so I didn't stop the song. So I take authority right now in the name of Jesus. You take your hands off this show in the name of Jesus, because the word will go forth and accomplish whatever thing it was sent to do. All right, Dad, Mom, testimony okay. time. My testimony is, well, it started. I'm going to have to go back because I think everybody needs to hear this. When I was uh, a baby, this was told to me that where we live in the country, in a little place called Waverly Hall, Georgia, that uh, I was milk poisoned. And they sent me about 10 or 15 miles to this doctor we had to walk and the doctor said nothing they could do for me carry me back home because I was going to die and I was born by a midwife and the midwife they called her and they prayed and prayed over me and everything and reading I'm just sharing this with you see God knew you he knew you when you are in your mother's womb Prayers is always over you. And when I became grown, I went astray. And I was sitting in my kitchen one morning about 3 o'clock. And I was watching television. I had been out partying that night. And a hand come out the television said, I'm talking to you. And I said, well, what was I drinking last night? And I looked back at it, and it kept telling me, I'm talking to you. I want you to repeat after me. It was a pastor. I want you to repeat after me. And I said, let me cut it. Every time I go to cut it off, I couldn't cut it off. I turn around, I walk back into the rec room, walk back into the kitchen, that hand still pointed at me. And I repeated after him. And ever since that day, 
I've been working for the Lord, been in his hand. And I used to say at my other jobs where I working at, I'd rather fight than switch because I'm going to stay with the Lord because this did something to me that I have never, I have, I have never in my life been as happy even when I went to Israel. When you're going through a lot of stuff and you have a lot of stuff on your shoulders, you have a lot of stuff that weighed you down. I went in this pit where they put Jesus at night. And a lady that's about 80 some years old looked at me and said, Son, said, the Lord is doing a work in you. Looked like just everything come off my shoulders. And I've never been the same since then. Amen. Even now, the first time I got baptized was in the Jordan River. Amen. And I've never been the same. I thank you, Father. I thank you, Lord Jesus. I thank you for saving me. And Amen. I thank all of my children. I've been, they've been a blessing to me and my grandchildren and great ones. I just thank you, Father God. Thank I you, give Father. all the honor and glory to you. Without you, I have nothing. I can do all things through you who strengthen me. And this morning, he laid on my heart about the blood. Mm. I go back to the blood, the blood of Jesus. There's healing in the blood. There's everything is in the blood. And I thank you, Lord Jesus, for giving us the Holy Spirit to teach and guide us and lead us in the path of righteousness. Father God, I just thank you. And I thank you, Kathy for what you're doing, and I hope the Holy Spirit and God order your footsteps for what you're already doing and leading you in the path of righteousness. Amen. I let my wife give her testimony. Gabby? Mm-hmm. Are you, are you ready for me to give mine? Yeah. Yeah, this, oh. is, this is just by just slow. Just go ahead. <clears throat> Excuse me. But my testimony is uh, I always wanted to do the will of God, but at the time I didn't understand a lot of it. And I always wanted to be a servant of God. And the uh, issue is not what we have, but how well we use what we have. And at first I didn't think I had anything to give to God. But through the power of the Holy Spirit, God just led me all the way although I was afraid. I've always been afraid and timid all my life. And I used to pray to God and ask him, where did that come from? But I always was obedient in doing things, but I didn't want to do it. And I learned that obedience is everything. It's not just a spiritual thing. It's in everything you do in life. You have to be obedient. And if you don't might not know it's the Lord talking to you, but any time you have a nudge in your spirit, that's, that's God talking to you. I've learned that. <clears throat> and he will guide you, and he'll give you time, and he'll give you gifts, and he'll he have other resources that 
And he'll give them according to your ability. And he expects you to invest in them wisely. So I just give all the glory to God for what he's done in my life. And like I said, my testimony is that although I was obedient in doing what God wanted me to do, I didn't know too much about it at the time. But now I really know how to trust God in everything. And like at this interview, I had to trust God because Mm -hmm. I know God is faithful. And I learned that through the speech because that's the most most challenging thing that I've had to do in my life was to speak before people. And I was so afraid that morning that I had to speak before the latest latest meeting at our church. And our pastor had uh, asked me to speak before the ladies, and I didn't want to do it. So... Finally, I agreed to do it, and I'll never remember, I'll never forget the morning that I was to speak. That when I left the house that morning, I just felt so alone. And God kept putting in my spirit, I'll never leave you or I'll never forsake you. Amen. So I, when I got to the church and all the music was playing, and I was worshiping the Lord because we have praise and worship before the, before the meeting. And I was dreading when our pastor gave me the microphone. And I don't remember what she said over me, but I remember when she handed me the microphone, it's like Jesus just picked me up in his arms and carried me to the podium. And when I remember anything else, I was standing there and looked like all the fear was gone. Amen. All fear was gone. And you can't tell me now that Jesus will never leave you. He'll never forsake you. And he can carry you through everything you have to do. And I just want to thank and praise him and give him all the glory. Because he's carried me through everything that I've had to do. Everything in life. Amen. And I want to thank you, Kathy. For giving me another opportunity to serve, <laughs> because as you know, you mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. what a challenge it is. Right, well, you're doing good. You're doing great. How many minutes you got, Catherine? Uh, well, you see, it's going by fast, isn't it? Uh, no, we, got about, that. we got we got about 18 minutes, and read my that. I, something that's in my spirit just leaked up just then. I think she should share a few of those words she spoke to the latest meeting. All right. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead, friends. Well, the uh, message was about the power of your tongue and how everything you say has power. Every word that you speak has power in it, whether it's life, you can speak life or you can speak death. Because God said the power of life and death is in the tongue. And you can use it to heal people. You can use to use it to uh, destroy people. And he said, uh, as you flow in his glory, that he will take you from glory to glory. At the time, I didn't understand that, how God takes you from glory to glory. And... Um, it's just powerful, and at the, at the time that I was preparing for the speech, 
I had to walk it out. I had to really walk it out. So it's just the power of your tongue. Praise God. Thank you for sharing that. And I just thank you. Right now, I just um, um, sense, Mom, that pray for those people who feel, you know, like stuck or, you know, feel like that's what well, we know it's a spirit of fear that comes upon someone. Pray for someone who's, who's relating and saying, oh, I know what she's talking about. I have that same fear. Can you pray for that person or persons right now? Right. Uh, I just lift up everyone out there that's sensing fear in their mind, their spirit, and their soul. And, Father, we just thank you, Father God, that you will heal their mind, their spirit, and their soul. And, Father, you said you will not give them a spirit of fear, but a power and of love and a sound mind. And, Father, we just take authority over all the fear that's coming against the people right now in the name of Jesus. We cancel it, and we call it null and void. And, Father, we just thank you, Father God, that you send your angels, Lord Jesus, to watch over them, protect them, and guide them and lead them, just as you've guided me and led me, Lord Jesus, all this way. Father, we just thank you, Father God. We thank you, Lord Jesus, that you watch over them to perform it. And, Father, you also said to God our hearts. Father, we just take authority over the enemy that tried to harden our heart against you. And, Father, we just thank you, Lord Jesus, that they'll be tender. Let their hearts be tender to listen. Father, and just send the uh, send your um, harvester, Lord God, out into the out into the vineyards, Jesus, and we just thank and we praise you, Lord Jesus, that you're going to do a work in everyone, just like you've done a work in us. And, Father, we are not finished yet, Lord Jesus. And, Father, we just thank and we praise you, Lord God. We plead the blood of Jesus over each and every one of our lives. And we pray that hedge of protection about them. And we thank you that you, we give your angels charge over them to watch over them, Lord. And, Father, we just cancel it. We cancel it. Satan, you're defeated for in their lives right now. Father, we just thank you. We praise you in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, thank you. Jerusalem, Jerusalem, Israel. Mm-hmm. How many times have you been? Three. Three times. Yeah. First yeah. time we went, it was just like I've, ne- I've always wanted that to go to Israel. I've always wanted to go to Israel, not knowing that God was going to provide the way. But he is our provider, and he provided not only the first time, but two other times that we were allowed to go to Israel. And now I can just... I related, Kathy, to uh, when we came to California. Mm-hmm. And I relate because now when I read the Bible, I can just, I know exactly where everything in the Bible speaks about in Israel. Mm-hmm. I could just relate to it. Mm-hmm. And now when I hit California, I know what it what everywhere everything is and it's just <laughs> it's interesting now. <laughs> uh, because we just had such a wonderful time and Oh yeah, it was a wonderful time. My parents came out here because the Lord had as the listeners know, has sent me to Hollywood, California. So, you know, being parents they're concerned, but they knew that I was following the leading of the Lord. So they had never been out. Well, they've been to California through it, 
But so we went throughout the area, and um, so all the different places she's heard of, she now knows and relate to. And, you know, I, I've been to Israel twice, you know, and, and Dad, I want you to comment about what, you know, what you feel led to share about with Israel. But one thing I do want to touch upon um, before I let, let you share, Daddy, is the fact that when God is birthing this about Israel, we are to stand for for Israel, we the Lord is Jewish. We have been grafted in, and a lot of us, even though we may have different color skin tones and everything else, a lot of us, if they trace your lineage, will probably find we have Jewish blood. And I've I know that in the fact that it's been revealed to to me by the Lord. And it's been revealed that our family is a multicultural family because God is a multicultural God. He makes all his, his children in different colors and different sizes and shapes. And we, when we walk around as a family, it, it amazes people because we have Asian, uh, we have Korean and Filipino, we have Caucasian, we have um, Hispanic, we have, um, you know, a- African. It's like in in and Native American. Um, my, my, I think, mom, who is who is in our family? Um, a Cherokee Indian. So and so we carry the nations. And so we also are now revealing the Jewish part. So I want you to touch upon Israel, Dad, and then talk about you know what our family and how that has been used by God to really minister to people. Well, let me first say that, Kathy. That's what the Lord revealed to me this, uh, oh, about just before Chuck and Terry came out here. Chuck, and, Chuck is my son. Terry is my daughter. I'm not going to call her my daughter-in-law, but she's my daughter. Mm-hmm. And they, before they came out here, and I just uh, marvel at the way God used this, uses this family to let the world see that you can be from all races. And as long as you care for people and love each other, that you can get along, that everybody can get along, and we all get along fine, and God is just using That's what the Lord spoke to me because I love my all my family, all my children, all my grandchildren, they all, and I just, I don't see any difference. Mm-hmm. And I've had people ask me, how can you put up with that? And I said, I don't have any trouble putting up with it. They are my children and my grandchildren, and I love them. Mm-hmm. All right. Dad? Well, my experience with Israel was, it's out of this world because to walk where Jesus walked was uh it was an honor to me. And uh you know, when anybody says anything uh that's not in line with the word, then I I, I it's, it's I don't get mad with them, I go off somewhere and let the Holy Spirit I pray over I pray off. Just pray for them because they need prayer. But Israel, it touches it touches my heart to sit, to go across the field of Galilee. And Qumran, I never forget that because I was an engineer. And you think you get, you, I just couldn't understand how did they get up on top of that mountain. 
And then, but God, God knows what took me to get up there. And it's just different places that you go to, the Dead Sea. I couldn't understand. I, because my wife always tell me, she said, why are you trying to figure things out? I be trying to figure out. How come you don't, you can't sink, you bounce back up? It's just, it's amazing. It's amazing. It, it is. It is. is amazing. For, and I can't understand why everybody should support Israel. Right. That is, that's, that's the birthplace of our Amen. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm just, <laughs> you know, it's one thing. It's like a, it's just like a family. We just talk over each other. But yeah, I, I just feel, you know, strongly to pray for Israel. And then we're gonna. I, I can't believe we only have eight minutes. I cannot believe it. We're gonna. Well, in this time, I want to. Um, here, here's what I want to do now. I want to play one song that will symbolize. Your, you know, what God's doing in your life, what He's continuing doing in your life, and I want you to talk about see just a, briefly about season saints, and then Dad and Mom, I want you to pray what's on your heart about Israel and anything else God is is sharing. So right now, the name of this song is "Your Ladder Will Be Greater." And your ladder will be greater. Your ladder will be greater.
and fellowship with one another because you're supposed to be equally yoked together. And God wants you to, to fellowship with one another. And the season six is a ministry where everybody over 55 can come and share things with one another, pray for one another, and just uh, fellowship with one another, communicate. And we sometimes we have speakers to speak to over 55 that we can relate with one another. I think that's it's a good thing to have in a church where you, I know the, we sometimes we put on we put on the English tea and we invite the young people to the English tea who had never been in the English tea. We have that too. The season thing. We just come back off a bus trip. We go on bus trips and uh, it's it's a really it's really good in the in the body of Christ. Well, Danny, can you share? Um, you know, maybe not, for mom, you know, a lot of times women that will share, but I don't know. It's up to mom if you like to. Would you like? Would, could you share how old you are? How old I am? I'm and mom, and, I'm sorry, Anna, I'm almost seventy-eight. I'll be seventy-eight in in uh, January. Anna, I'm seventy-nine. I'll be eight in November the 29th. Amen. So you see that your ladder will be greater, and they're more active now. And um, Season Saints started um, in Virginia and then went to Texas, correct? Right. And uh, we had said when we came out here that we weren't going to do anything. (laughs) And our pastor said that he was on a cruise. We had only been in the church two months, and I was telling the uh, congregation that he was on a cruise with his wife, and he had a, had a vision that he wanted to start a season saints ministry in the church, and uh, that we were to be the leaders. And when I went to meet with him, I said, well, what do you mean you saw us? And he said, "I. that's why I knew who you were when you came through the door, he said. And so that was how it started. And the Seed of Saints ministry is based on Acts 2.42, which is accepting, caring, training, and serving. And we are servants, like I said before, we are servants of God. And we just try to do uh, what we are called to do and try to be obedient to what the Lord has called us to do. And we try not to get caught up in our own life and forget what God wants us to do. So that's why I'm so adamant about doing God's will. All the time when I was going through all the trials and tribulations of not knowing how to really minister, it's amazing how God just, how just he would just bring things and bring people in that didn't know how to do what I I needed to do at the time, and just amazing to me. And that's why now I just say he's an amazing God. He is an amazing God. And we have two minutes left, so I want you, Mom, first to pray, and then Dad, take both of you take us out in prayer for the listeners in this upcoming um, season. Father's Day is around the corner. So, Mom and Dad? Yes. Go ahead. Father, I just lift up everyone out there that's listening, Lord Jesus. Father, I just thank you, Lord God, for my first, my husband, first of all, uh, for God, then my husband and my children. And, Father, I just thank you, Lord Jesus, 
for blessing each and every one of us, Lord Jesus. And, Father, we send out those blessings to everyone that's in listening ears, that has listening ears, Lord Jesus. Father, we thank you for your glory. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your grace. And, Father, we thank you that you haven't given us what we deserve. But, Father, for your saving grace, Lord Jesus, we thank you. And we give you the glory for what you've done and what you're about to do. And, Father, you said, oh, taste and see what the Lord has done. And we give you all the glory. And we give you all the praise. In Jesus' mighty and majestic name, we thank you, Lord. Praise you. We give you glory. Thank you, we Lord. thank you, Father. Thank 60. You. Sixty seconds, Daddy. Take us out. Father God, you laid on my heart to call for household salvation. Father God, in the name of Jesus, bring in the harvests of soul from the north, the east, the south, and the west. I speak to them right now. In the name of Jesus, come into the house of the Lord. Father God, we just thank you. We thank you for this program. We thank you for everyone on the sound of my voice to be obedient to God. And we thank you in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you. And we seal these words that have gone forth. Father, I just thank you for my parents. Thank you, Mom and Dad. And everyone, I'll talk to you later. Be blessed in Jesus' name. To all my people in the struggle. You think God's forgotten about you? Here's some pain medicine. Let's go! You in your car, you at the house, on your job, be encouraged, boo. Come on! Long way. That's why we love you. Come on.